I'm a fish boy who skates for Team X Blades with a leprechaun Who plays basketball, come to my smart house Meet my alien sister, don't come hungry Because I'll bet my mom can't cook Hello and welcome to Mom Can't Cook, a DCOM podcast I'm one of your hosts... Luke Westaway. And the top of the morning to ye, it's me, Andy Farrant. It's Andy Farrant. Hello, Andy. Respecter of the Irish culture. <laughs> as respectful as the DCOM luck of the Irish? Uh, considerably more, I would say. I mean, but... w- one would hope. Yeah, you would You would hope so. Um, you, yeah. I can't tell, having seen this film, which we will get to in a second, if this is okay or not. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. But Disney Disney obviously thought it was because they apparently showed this every year on St. Patrick's Day. Really? On the Disney Channel. Yeah, it was like a sort of tradition for many, many of our listeners uh, yeah. growing up. They would be like, oh, every St. Patrick's Day this was on. Oh, oh wow. Like, was it? Wow. Was it? Because it's um, got some ideas about <laughs> about Irish people. Uh, I mean, I'm right there with you, Andy. Um, I mean, okay, well, A, I'll be glad when this movie is in our rearview mirrors. So uh, there's that. <laughs> um, second, I think you make a good point. I think your enjoyment of this film uh, is going to come down to your personal tolerance for the stomach squirming feeling that you're going to get when the Disney Channel, circa 2001, decides to dive in, I would say, with both feet into <laughs> themes such as heritage, uh-huh. uh, ancestry, yep. and and what it what it means to be an American. Yep, the the great melting pot that is America. Ah, uh, yeah. So my my, to- <laughs> my my tolerance is low. My my tummy's on un- my tummy is sad already. Um, well, well, on the on the surface of it, this is a a, a funny film about a leprechaun boy. Yes. And that's definitely how Disney tried to sell it to you uh, back in 2001 when this film hit the channel. Kyle Johnson was the luckiest guy in the world. Everything was going his way. Gee, that was a lucky shot. Hey, luck's got nothing to do with it. Somebody lost 10 bucks. Man, you're always finding money. Until one day, everything began to change. I lost my homework. It must fall on I can't remember losing anything, ever. It's just bad luck. And just when he thought it couldn't get any worse. Oh no, I'm turning into a Vulcan. Come on, Dad, there's something wrong with you. There's something your mother and I need to tell you. I am a leprechaun, Kyle. You mean I'm a leprechaun too? Things could be worse, Kyle. Come on! Yeah, no. Being a teen is tough. Being a leprechaun is even tougher. The luck of the Irish, a kid one day, and a leprechaun the next. Oh, sans parsarvas. Oh, yeah, I'm getting sharper. The Luck of the Irish, a new Disney Channel original movie, premiering Friday at 7, 6 central. This film starts reasonably normally, and then I would say becomes one of the wildest films I've, I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I think that's I think that's true. Um... Yeah, the first 30 minutes are like, I mean, if you've listened to this podcast before, the first 30 minutes are standard decom, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all kind of, you know, we're, we're moving, we're singing to, from a familiar hymn sheet, and then it just goes sideways and never, never, and just accelerates off in a different direction. That it's is so 
so wild. It was <laughs> yeah. directed by Paul Hone, who is a Disney lifer by looking at his Wikipedia page, a lot of Disney Channel stuff, and written by two people who don't have Wikipedia blue links. So. Oh, okay. I mean, you say that this film starts normally, but it actually begins with an extreme <laughs> close-up of a human eye. Yep, it's very intense. The music is going like that. Yep, camera um, flashes are going off. Yeah, it's camera flashes intense. are happening. Um, we are getting camera fl- flashing lights and erratic camera pans across a school auditorium that is filled with persons of all cultures from dressed around the world. The most sort of over the top cultural dress they could possibly be dressed in. There's a Mexican man dressed like he's in a mariachi band. Have you been on It's a Small World? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a live action It's a Small World. Yes. And uh, the person who is presenting this uh, starts talking about how everyone is lucky enough to have one thing in common a heritage, a family history, traditions handed down. You know, it's all getting a bit like Reddit rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I would say it's a bad start. Um, can we please start with the wacky, fun, magic, uh, decom sci-fi? But no. Um, so this is. We are hearing the voice of Kyle Johnson. Johnson, yeah. He's played by Ryan Merriman, who was in Smart House. Yes, the main kid from Smart House. Uh, he's having actually some kind of stress dream about being the only person without a heritage. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, the <laughs> I'm gonna have to stop sighing so quite. <laughs> and at, uh, yeah, at the end of this dream, uh, a teacher stamps on him with. He's her, tiny. Yeah, he's tiny, and a teacher stamps on him. And it turns out it was all a dream. Yeah, it turns he's... out it was all a dream. Um, the note I've got already is that it, I think it's worth noting as you go through this movie that narration of this in in this style, like a kind of voiceover from the main character, that's that kind of past tense so there i was i wasn't thinking that such and mm. such were good da, 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 is often a sign that the movie got edited and they thought this is desperately <laughs> unclear and it's the cheapest most effective way of making very very clear what is supposed to be happening in yeah. post spelling so, it out for the audience i'm not saying that definitely was happening here because frankly no no effort has been made to make this <laughs> film clear so well well i just i don't know anyway he wakes from his high school uh nightmare his stress dream and his parents are telling him to get ready for the big game. So his mum tells him to have um, some yoghurt and a fruit bar because it'll keep his energy up. His dad's like, oh, that sounds good. I might have some myself. And then Kyle says, where's our family from? And everyone (laughs) (laughs) freezes. Where's our family from, Dad? We're from right here, son. No, no, I mean, where did we come from? You know, what's our heritage? We moved here from Cleveland. It's the, the up, up and away zucchini bread on the table. It's like the mum and dad behave like pod people, I would say. What? What's that, son? What, son? Where, where are we? Where are we from? They're um, kind of uh, we're right here in America. Yeah, that, that, we're, that, we're that's from right. Cleveland, son. Yeah, from Earth. Cleveland on Earth. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but the dad says that they're, fr- they're Americans and that's all the heritage they need, which is, again... A troubling sentence. We're also introduced to Kyle's lucky coin, which he has on a necklace, uh, which he wears around his neck all the time. Um, Kyle is suspicious about his parents' flat-out refusal to discuss his heritage, but this is a decom, so we need a sports element. Uh, a strong sports a element. A strong sports element. So uh, this time it's basketball, and uh, it's the first time Kyle's school has ever made it to the state basketball playoffs. It's the final quarter, even, of the big game. Yeah, Kyle uh, is playing for the Soaring Eagles, um, which, I don't know, it feels like an extra layer 
too far in the name. I don't. I think you have to just be the nouns. You're not allowed to be the adjective nouns. Oh you, right. Okay. So how would you fix it? If it's well, not... you'd be the eagles, wouldn't you? You wouldn't be the oh, soaring yeah, eagles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't just did. You can't just decide that you saw. Oh, you know, your, t- true, your, yeah. t- your fans will call you like the soaring eagles or the fighting oh, mongooses or whatever. Yes. Yes. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It's you, not up to them to yeah. be the soaring eagles. You don't get to be the adjective nouns. Also, if they've never the made it to the you know to this stage in the competition in what respect are they soaring <laughs> right thank you anyway the hubris of this basketball team is astounding yeah so there are only seconds left on the clock and kyle scores the winning shots and the crowd goes nuts how does he score the winning shot uh he's he scores the winning shot by sort of waving his arms how would you describe it do you know okay. any basketball terminology i don't know any any basketball terminology but kyle he intercepts a fumble by sort of jumping for it and, f- and like flailing at it with his hands. And he sort of slaps the ball and it soars into the basket in a frankly, astonishingly unlikely manner. Yes. Um, <laughs> and we're sort of led to believe that possibly the lucky coin had given him the luck to do so. Mm, well, the crowd goes wild. A cheerleader mm-hmm. kisses him on the cheek. He, uh, he says, I was one lucky guy. Yeah. And you're going to be hearing the word luck uh, uh, an enormous amount because it's, it's, it's at school now. He's getting handshakes from a person yeah. in a giant eagle suit, which now that you've pointed out the team is called the Soaring Eagles, finally makes sense. To me. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank wow, that must have been very confusing for it you. It was very confusing. Also, there's a bit later where the man in the giant eagle suit comes back and just looks at him with huge disappointment. <laughs> with, like heartbroken expression yeah, on like, his eagle face. I was like, is he is Kyle imagining? <laughs> oh, maybe the eagle represents america and what it means of to be an american co- of course of course yeah. uh yes but no a guy, actually... a guy on stilts in an uncle sam's costume yes <laughs> thank you looks thank very you. disappointed thank you andy for this vital precious context <laughs> this has made this film marginally less weird for me thank um you. if the lucky coin was helping him win how come the game was so tight oh uh, maybe the lucky maybe the team sucks so bad that even the lucky <laughs> coin is pulling but yeah you're right uh, get, i can only be so lucky <laughs> like he's always like <sighs> i'm doing my best out there coach <laughs> but yeah you're right kyle is the big man on campus um and up comes uh his friend bonnie yep. who is um in charge of the heritage day committee and she wants to know what kyle's going to do for heritage day she basically charges up to him and is like what's your What's your, Kyle, yeah. what's, your, what's your heritage? So where's your family from? Is Johnson an English name or did they change it from Johansson or something? Uh, we're from Cleveland. Ha ha, very funny. Now come on, you know what I mean. Look, uh, I've got a test. Okay, see you guys later. Uh, jocks. Yeah, uh, and yeah. Carl's like, uh, well, I, I'm... Cleveland is what my parents said and Bonnie's not yeah. impressed. She will not take this for an answer and is like, America is a nation of immigrants, Kyle. So what is it? English? Scandinavian? Huh? Huh? Pins him to the locker by his I, throat. I have to, is it important for her work on the Heritage Committee? That, I don't think that, so. Like, she, she pins down the heritage of every student in school or something? I don't and know. Kyle is like visibly uncomfortable by this line of questioning and yet yeah. she still she's, keeps at it. So anyway, Bonnie, I, I mean, Bonnie is his friend. Uh, I mean, she's going to be quite aggressive to him for much of the film, but I guess they are sort of mates. Uh, he has another friend who is called Russell. Is that right? Russell, yes. Russell, Russell. yeah, yeah. Russell's Russell's a good pal. So anyway, on to more high school. Uh, so Kyle is uh, it's 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 the end of a class. He's uh, supposed to be taking a test, but he's yeah. too distracted. 
looking at a map of historical migration on the wall. <laughs> trying, to, trying to figure out it, looking if there's like a little picture of him Try, in it or something. Trying to scratch. <laughs> yeah, there's just a tiny Kyle with a dotted arrow. <laughs> oh, Scandinavia. Oh, that's it, yeah. Um, so he's got no time, uh, but in the last minute when the when the bell goes, he's like, uh-uh, and, and just kind of randomly guesses on the test. And the teacher comes over and is like, now, Kyle, you know I mark you down for incorrect answers to prevent exactly this kind of guessing chicanery. But yeah. wouldn't you know it? The teacher soon has egg on his face because he looks at the <laughs> looks at the test and he's like, "These answers are all correct." Is it is it the influence of the necklace? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, at it this is. point, we're like, "Oh, maybe." Yeah. He goes back home and his mum has made a huge bowl of ethnically unidentifiable food. Mum can't cook. Yeah, it's like a Caesar salad, but with sort of like glass noodles, you know, like vermicelli noodles you get in Vietnamese food. Oh, she mentions that it's got an awful lot of oil in it, just pooling yeah. in the bottom. So, <laughs> What Kyle says, is this Italian food? And the, and the mum says, oh, I saw it in Eat Smart magazine. I think where this all comes from is that there was, there must have been some sort of like healthy eating kick in the late 90s that yes. affected the wives of decom writers <laughs> which translated into meals like i don't know broccoli noodles for their dinner and then in their in their anger they wrote these mums who can't cook into all these decoms using the outlet they had <laughs> she keeps making tofu ice cream or whatever yeah yeah no thank you and i'm sure it was like oh i put a side of steamed broccoli with the steak this evening and they're like probably would have made beetroot popsicles yeah you'd like, probably oh what should i have yeah. like a kilogram of kale <laughs> what are we having next tofu birthday cake <laughs> no i just i'm, I'm gonna i am uh, marlene i am going to roast you in my okay marlene okay. marlene marlene ask me ask me what i think of your cooking Darling, what do you think of my cooking? You'll get your answer when the thirteenth year comes out. <laughs> yeah, and we're going right. to watch it together. That we're going to get the we're going to get the kids around, and I'm going to say, kids, I want you to see this film's going to tell you what I think of your mum's cooking. Yeah. Oh, what well, is it? Varietal tree bark tonight? Is it, Marjorie? <laughs> well, yeah. Just watch the other me and prepare to get roasted. <laughs> it's not varietal tree bark, darling. It's just honey. The doctor says if you eat another steak. <laughs> Your heart will explode. I'd rather die standing than live on my knees. Live on my knees eating varietal tree bark. <laughs> okay, so, well, the good news is mom can't cook. Um, yeah. But the bad news is, oh no, at the dinner table, Kyle is once more asking probing questions about yeah. his heritage. The family thinks, is evasive. The camera yeah. angles suggest that they're aliens. Um, <laughs> he thinks that maybe his sports ability is genetic. Like maybe they were, and he's asking these probing questions. Like maybe they were good at soccer, or cross country skiers, or bullfighters. <laughs> okay, then what are we? You know, where do we come from? I think your great grandfather moved there from uh, Buffalo. No, Dad. <laughs> I mean before that, before we came to America. Why are you so interested in your family all of a sudden? No, I mean you know with Heritage Day coming up, I don't want to be the only kid who doesn't know what he is. You're Kyle Johnson. You're a good student, a good boy, a great athlete. And the parent, the parents, I don't know. It's so suspicious because they could just be like, uh, yeah, we're Dutch. Yes. Yep. We're Dutch. And that he'd have been like, cool. Cool. Dutch. All right. Tick. Problem I'm solved. Gonna, yeah, I'll tell Bonnie. Hey, Bonnie, yeah. I'm Dutch. And then, I don't know, we'll do tulips for the heritage yeah. thing or something. Yeah, I'll talk about the tulip boom that they had in Holland in the 16th century. That's interesting. But no. But no, they're like, uh, uh, uh. If the coin is so lucky, why didn't it make him say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
Anyway, um, if the coin is so lucky, why isn't he rich? Yeah, yeah. Well, he keeps finding money on the ground. Yeah, but like small but change, loads he's of like money, finding yeah. a ten or a twenty here and he there. Just play like... the lottery. Play the lottery. Oh, he's too young. There you go. Ah, uh, yeah. There you go. There. Okay. Oh, it's it's flawless. Damn, it all makes sense. Okay. <laughs> um, at the end of this tense conversation, Mom offers an enormous helping of ground pepper for some reason. Like, yeah. But Ryan says that he doesn't want to be the only kid who doesn't know what he is, and the parents say being an individual is what America's all about. Kyle. Yes. Um, uh, so the parents are unbelievably suspect, and Kyle doesn't trust them so the next day at school he gets on one of those big early 2000 see-through colored macs to do some research yeah what kyle does actually is he he goes onto a um well he goes onto a, a primitive search engine and a search searches, engine called nebtech he goes onto a search engine and searches the word johnson so i really hope he had safe search turned on i mean it's a school so you'd hope so but then again <laughs> you know like it was it was 2001 i don't think safe search had necessarily been invented even so well who yeah. knows if nebtech even had a safe search function I don't know. Probably, I mean, no. we have to assume not because we haven't heard of them. So there, there must have been something that sunk them. So his search has returned 4.3 million results, uh, probably 4.2 million of which are pictures of wieners. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, oh, no, this isn't, doesn't tell me anything. Um, but Bonnie comes over and it's like, what are you looking up sports trivia? Where are you from? Tell me, where are you from? Bonnie's been shadowing him all day. Bonnie's like, I'm going to draw some blood. Wrestles into the ground with a syringe. Gonna no. get, get his DNA Twenty three and me, you son of a bitch. Bonnie tries to help him by, for example, adding one, one or two more words to the search Johnson. Um, <laughs> but Kyle doesn't even know Johnson brackets not penis. <laughs> Johnson minus penis. Yeah, that's how you did it. Okay. okay, good. <laughs> She's ahead of the curve. But Kyle doesn't even know his mother's maiden name. This is this is another wild thing. Yeah. She's like, okay, so you don't know about where your dad's family is from, but what about your, your mum? Half your heritage comes from her, you know. And Kyle is like, wow, I never even considered that any of my DNA could come from my mother or that <laughs> she had any heritage whatsoever. <laughs> but you're right, Bonnie. No, no, no. Bonnie, you don't understand. I'm a boy and my dad is a boy. So yeah. that's the DNA I have. <laughs> so I got boy DNA. I'm not a girl, Bonnie. I don't have mom DNA. <laughs> uh, he goes home again. He's, he's he's still on the search for clues as to his heritage. He finds uh, his dad's old high school yearbooks, but the name uh, is different. Uh, at this point, I would simply assume that my family was in witness protection or or, or something. Well, that's um, that's what Russell suggests. Maybe it was the FBI or something. Like they gave him a new identity. No, man. I mean, you got to be like a hitman or something before they let you do that. Maybe they like these big radicals in the 60s, you know, and they had to go underground. Yeah, or you know what? Maybe they're really aliens and they got stranded on Earth when their spaceship crashed. The, the note that I have here is that FBI gave them a new identity, radicals from the 60s who had to go under, underground, and aliens stranded on Earth are all better decoms than this film. <laughs> That I desperately wish this, this film had come with instead. instead I would, of- I would 100% watch any of them over. They are secretly leprechauns and uh, full stop. <laughs> they are secretly. Well, le- they are secretly well, leprechauns. Spoilers, spoilers. Yeah, so we don't know that yet. But Kyle is making super lucky shots. When yeah, he's doing no here. look backwards three pointers thanks to the luck of the Irish. Uh, uh, yeah, Russell says you sure are lucky. Uh, in case we hadn't got the point yet, that how does lucky. a how does an ancient Irish coin know about basketball? <laughs> well, it doesn't. It just knows about luck. 
Yeah, but it would need to know about special basketball. Oh, you're right. How does the coin know that you want to get the ball in the net? (laughs) Yeah, how does it know what the point of basketball is? Ah, perhaps it's a learning coin. (laughs) It's got a rudimentary AI. It's got a rudimentary AI. So the coin, the first few basketball matches Kyle did, the coin probably didn't know what to make of it. But, you know... The co- then Kyle watches basketball games on TV. He attends basketball games. He plays in more of them. And the coin's like, okay, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm picking it up. Picking I think I know up. how luck would influence this. And then it watches Ryan's reactions when he sinks like a three-pointer from the halfway line. He's like, yes. Yeah. And it's like, yes, that was good. I did yeah. good. I did well. I am a yeah. good coin. <laughs> but yeah, they're talking about his luck and, uh, and the lucky charm. And he sort of finds money in the street. But then he notices an advertising billboard on a bench advertising both Emerald Isle potato chips and a performance by Seamus McTiernan, the saint of the step, who will be performing his Irish dancing from noon until 6pm. Six hours of dancing for $8. Now, Andy, you you say he'll be performing his Irish dancing. I don't think this poster at all makes it clear what this... (laughs) It's a silhouette. What it's actually advertising. Um, It's a real graphic design is my passion sort of poster. (laughs) Uh Um, But it promises that from noon to 6pm, family fun for an $8 entrance fee. But on the poster is the same stylized sun image that is on Kyle's Lucky Charm. Mm. And then Russell, uh, displaying an intelligence far beyond his years, says, you know, I think this guy, Seamus McTiernan, the Irish dancer, is Irish. (laughs) The saint of the step. (laughs) The saint of the step is Irish. (laughs) And then so, Kyle is like, maybe my mum is Irish. And then a penny whistle starts playing. And <laughs> <laughs> this is the point where if you are Irish, uh, you may want to uh, just brace yourself because it's only going downhill from here. So we cut to uh, a, 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 an, an Irish fun fair. <laughs> it's now, okay. It's now. an amusement park. I'm not clear if it's like an amusement park they've hired for the day to do an Irish theme day or if it is an Irish themed amusement park. What you need to picture are rides, stalls, a massive proper full on theme park. But the, the, the theme of the theme park is Irish. Yeah. It's not just the theming of the like this place is packed and visitors are really getting into it. Like people, everyone, you know, people there are dyeing their hair green to attend. Yep, they're all river dancing furiously. Yeah, people, a lot of people are dressed wearing green. Uh, There's, there's balloons with shamrocks on them. It it is absolutely wild. And and we basically hard cut to this fair uh, with the film assuming wrongly that we will that we will just go with this oh it's one of those irish uh, fun fairs that they have yeah you know you know when the irish fun fair comes through mm-hmm. i mean obviously everyone floods down i mean you do not want to miss a, a balloon yeah. with a shamrock on it oh down downtown's a ghost town when the irish fun fair is <laughs> yeah, in town yeah. yeah oh i'll be oh i've been you know stocking up on green hair i can't get any at the local store it's they've cl- cleaned it out got in two days worth of milk because obviously all the shops will be shut exactly exactly <laughs> Um, the stores there are selling a book called everything you ever wanted to know about being Irish but were afraid to ask uh, and also replicas of Kyle's necklace but he dismisses them as as fake because his is solid gold yes and at this point a strange elderly man approaches Mm, and a spry old Irish fella and uh, he he, he hits Kyle's feet hard with his cane um, in a sort of painful stabbing motion (laughs) asks him if he made his own basketball shoes ow and what'll become of your feet when the road becomes hard and stony? Oh, look at this boy. Good Irish leather, huh? Soft as a spring shower and tough as a landlord's heart. Hey! 
You can't put your feet up there. Get the boys a bag of spuds. And he flicks two dollars worth of quarters into the air, which all land neatly in a stack. Uh, and then he literally vanishes. It's magic. It's magic. It's just an extremely weird scene that doesn't really like. It doesn't really have enough foreshadowing or kind of actionable information in it for it to make any sense or be of any worth to the audience. <laughs> also, it actually makes less sense in retrospect, knowing what happens later in the film. <laughs> yeah, it's just unsettling. It, it's more unsettling than like intriguing. Uh, it's just, yeah. it's just weird. So now, in what I guess is like the climax of this funfair, the saint of the steppe himself, Seamus McTiernan. Seamus McTiernan. He moves among the crowd, touching them on the shoulders like a cult uh-huh. leader. He's wearing he looks- a shining green silk shirt. Yeah, he looks like a sort of Elvis impersonator. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Imagine Elvis in a bright green silk shirt. And yeah. he's and instead of being on stage, he's moving through the crowd, touching them. Everyone. Touching them and talking about Irish things. Yeah. Uh, and the Irish step dance begins. Kyle finds that his own feet yeah. magically join the dance. Well, Russell is like, this sucks. But Kyle is compelled to river dance. A yeah. dark power has come over him. I should say as well, Russell is the only person in town who's like, this crappy fun fair sucks. <laughs> Everyone else is just loving it yeah um but then uh kyle gets sort of pushed over in all the river dancing excitement um but the leprechaun greeter uh who's just a man in a leprechaun costume he he picks him up and puts a sort of irish lay of flowers around him um kyle quickly checks to see if his necklace is still there and and it is and it is so that's good so that's checked that his necklace is there and it is so good okay we are that's the end of the irish fun fair uh-huh. You're probably wondering, based on what we said earlier in the podcast, have we yet reached the point? Presumably, that was the point where the film goes sideways. No, not yet. Mm, I would say, yeah, it's, it's it, we've just we've just like clickety clacked up to the top of the of the roller coaster, <laughs> <laughs> and we're just rounding the corner. <laughs> yeah, you're rounding the corner, and as you round your corner, you can see that the track just stopped. <laughs> The track just stopped. They didn't and, finish building it. And Michael Eisner is there holding a sign that says sorry. <laughs> they've, they've cobbled together a track from a load of Irish stereotypes. Yes. So we're gonna, we're gonna, it's going to be a bumpy ride. It sure is. On so, the way down. So it's the next day. Yeah. Kyle has woken up. He fell asleep reading the book about being Irish and he goes to get his necklace, but it's been hung on one of his sports trophies. And as he's getting it, he pulls the sports trophy off the dresser and it lands on his foot. Yes, ow. He's like, what? Ah, that doesn't often what? happen. Oh, that's never happened. He comes luck. downstairs to find that mom has an accent, and, and I've yeah. written accent with a capital A. Yeah, um, she's got long flowing ginger tresses and is singing Danny Boy. Ah, top of the morning to you. Did you do something to your hair, mom? I just thought I'd try a more natural look. Now sit yourself down and I'll put your breakfast on the table. Bacon, I smell? It is. And I have a pair of hen's eggs frying for each of you. Bacon and eggs? Isn't that a little heavy on the cholesterol? It's time you put some meat on your bones. Now sit down, the two of you. Does mom sound a... I mean, does mom sound a wee bit... I just said a wee bit. Yeah, mom Mom has undergone this kind of physical <laughs> change and now is, is cooking an enormous fry-up. She tells Kyle that they're Irish. Yeah, but ha- the way that she tells Kyle that they're Irish, Kyle, the mom is like, 
I've been thinking about what you were saying about heritage, Kyle. And the dad is like, Kate, Kate, no, you can't. The mum is like, you see, Kyle. The dad is like, Kate, you mustn't. No. And then she's like, we're Irish. And the dad is like, no. no. <laughs> like she just said, I'm the Unabomber or I was in the Manson family or something. <laughs> yeah, and that's why, we, that's why we're in hiding. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, we're Irish, and Carla's like, oh, cool. But then she explains that they hid their Irish heritage from him due to the historical prejudice against Irish people. And then Kyle says that was 100 years ago. But no time to dwell on that because she's plated up the breakfast um, and it's the sort of greasiest looking fry up in history. And she's packed him a small open bucket filled with boiled pig's feet for his lunch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um so, Starting to regret this heritage stuff now, eh, Carl? Yeah, Carl, you just had to Google Johnson, didn't you? <laughs> so, Kyle is off on his way to school with his uh, swinging his bucket Open of pig trotters. Pale of pig feet. <laughs> um, uh-huh. As as usual, he finds some cash on the floor, but as he bends down to pick it up, he, a car drives past and splashes him with puddle water, and Carl is like, "This is the unluckiest day of my life." He still found money. Yeah. I mean. But then we we get to we go through the unluckiest day of his life. So he lost his homework. His bag falls apart. The water fountain sprays water directly onto his crotch. Yeah. And then the girl he likes walks up and then assumes that he wet himself. Yes. And um, gives and gives him I would say a very unsympathetic look. Yeah. I mean, come on. If you think he's wet himself, <laughs> he deserves your. Your understanding and kindness. Would a pitying smile be too much? (laughs) But he's got bigger problems because he opens his locker and the stinking, unsecured, or sealed buckets of pig's feet and cabbage pours all over him. I guess before, before he lost his luck, the lucky coin was balancing things in his locker. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) This seems like active bad luck instead of the absence of good luck, I will say. Yes, yeah. Kyle is not living like a normal day. Like, I would consider it exceptionally poor luck if a a bucket of pig's feet... (laughs) A stinking bucket of pig's feet. Well, I mean, there's bad luck and then there's just uh, unavoidable, obvious consequences of having an unsecured bucket of pig's feet in your locker. That's true. Well, you know what? Making your own luck is going to be a theme in this film. And I would say it's one of the is one of the good themes that is sadly subsumed by all of the the poorly chosen themes. (laughs) So... um, all of this stuff is bad but worst of all that evening at, at, at basketball practice Kyle finds he's unable to make a single shot look you're trying too hard Russ Just relax let it drop end of the line Kyle let's keep it moving He's getting frustrated. He's the last one left at the gym. Everyone has to make 10 shots before they can go home. He hasn't made a single one. So he's the last one left. Bonnie walks in and is like, oh, hot-headed Irishman. <laughs> and I'm like, Bonnie, he's the head of the Heritage Committee. You shouldn't be... You probably shouldn't be charging in with this, yeah. this kind of thing. There's the absolutely hat-stand la- la- reaction from Kyle. How did you know I'm Irish? <laughs> um, and it, t- it turns out that Russell told her Russell's uh, this been is telling this everyone. is kind of this is kind of said as if it's news mm-hmm. you know like oh did you hear Kyle is Irish Kyle's Irish <laughs> did you hear Kyle's Irish? whisper it <laughs> did you hear the news <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she's uh she's mad at him he suggests like doing river dance for heritage day 
He thinks it'll be easy to learn. And she gets angry. And she's angry because he's always been lucky. Well, everything's easy for you, isn't it? What's wrong with you? Well, are you mad about something? I've known you for a long time, Kyle. You're a nice guy and all that, but you'd be a better person if everything hadn't always been so easy for you. Look at basketball. The last game, you guys were outplayed, but you won anyways because you got lucky. The state championship isn't supposed to be something you just luck into. Look, just because you know everything does not mean you know anything about basketball. Lucky shot. And then she sinks a three-pointer and says, that wasn't luck, that was practice. Hard work. Yeah, I, I think this bollocking that she gives him, I understand where she's coming from, but, like, she doesn't know about his magic luck coin. No. So, like... like It's if, not his it, fault. It's not his fault. Like, he's... If you see someone constantly being good at basketball, you wouldn't be like, wow, he's he's wow. supernaturally lucky. He got lucky a thousand times in a row. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, he's Man, that just... LeBron James is the luckiest kid yeah. <laughs> in all of the NBA. You know what, actually, like, if, you, if you're in, like, any... If you follow any sport like or something on Instagram and you look at the comments it is mostly people who are like this person who has achieved the highest point of, of the field yeah. they just got lucky 10 they million got, times in a row they got lucky 10 million times in a row or yeah. had a magical coin <laughs> check it check LeBron James for a magical coin necklace next time he plays that's all I'm saying uh oh LeBron's not gonna like that better hide the coin LeBron <laughs> <laughs> oh no a madcap caper so yeah I don't know what I don't know exactly what Bonnie thinks like maybe he thinks that Kyle is Magic. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway. It's time for the big game. So it's the qualifying match for the championship finals. And Kyle is playing like absolute He's falling over. He's missing shots. It's not like bad luck. He's like lost control of his limbs. It's like... It's like only good luck. It's like he never really learned to walk properly <laughs> because he always had the good luck the to good, stay standing upright. The good luck to put the, his feet in front of each other in the right order. Yeah, exactly. like now he can't sort of do He's anything. Like, he can't, can't manually breathe anymore. <laughs> He's life. in an iron lung. Just, <laughs> this boy is terminally unlucky. Go on without me, coach. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Only the coin was like he he didn't he never really learned to speak. It was just the <laughs> coin l- luckily made his voice box utter <laughs> the right noises the at the coin right time. Luckily made his words come out in an order that could be yeah. interpreted as English language. Yeah, he actually um he actually died years ago, but the coin <laughs> luckily has kept his heart artificially beating. <laughs> So the second the necklace is gone, he turns like at the end of Indiana Jones. It <laughs> just withers and explodes into dust. So, yeah, um, he's really sucking bad at the game. Uh, Kyle's mum and dad show up. Mum's yep. increasing Irishness is implied with a flat cap that she yeah. is now wearing. She's dressed like some sort of gamekeeper. <laughs> you can do it, boyo, she shouts Irishly. Uh, so... Uh, the game goes really, really bad. After the game, Mom says some more Irish things about. Yeah. She says he shouldn't be playing basketball. He should be hurling. Yeah. Um, she says she's going to have a warm Bonnie clabber before going to bed. <laughs> Which you know, in the privacy of your own home, whatever you get up. To <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's sour milk. If you're wondering, I looked it up. Oh, did you? Oh, well, yeah. thanks for going the extra mile there, Andy. Uh, so, for I think the third time in this film, we see Kyle wake up. Yeah. Um, and get out of bed. This time. He's he's woken up a bit shorter, which mm. I think, I mean, 
One theory is that he's lost his good luck and is turning into a leprechaun. Another theory is that he has a serious medical condition. <laughs> Some kind of muscular wasting disease. <laughs> yeah, like that would explain. That would also explain all of the like fumbling on court, yeah. right? And then, yeah. as 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 his organs shut down, he dreams <laughs> a wonderful adventure <laughs> full of leprechauns. He he dreams a fairly distasteful adventure. <laughs> but yeah, his his. Trousers are too long. His dresser is is higher than it used to be. But he hasn't got time to think about it because smoke is coming from downstairs. And him and his dad run downstairs to discover that uh, their mum is dressed in a sort of 18th century dress and says that there's nothing like a peat fire to put the taste of airy in your breakfast. So, yeah, she's she's cooking on a peat fire now. Um, Decom writers casting around the room trying to think of... (laughs) Trying to think of other Irish things. Other Irish things, I guess. Um, So, on the way to school... Russell says to Kyle, <laughs> "This is another okay. Do you remember? Um, do you remember Under Wraps? And yes. Gilbert's like home life, <laughs> and you just get like a brief glimpse into the fact that actually this movie should probably be about Gilbert's home life. The brief glimpses you get of Russell's home life are very sad. Yeah. Uh, so on on the way into school, Russell says that um, my dad says if we don't win tonight, he's gonna adopt the other team. He's going to switch allegiance, <laughs> switch allegiance, and support his son's rivals because they're winning. Imagine you go to a high school basketball game and there's a guy sat next to you who's just cheering loudly and really going for it, and you lean over and you go, "Oh, which one is your kid?" And he goes, "Oh, my kid's not on this team. <laughs> my my kid's not playing in this game." my kid's team got absolutely slaughtered by these champs my kid got dunked on and it broke his nose and he's in the hospital right now i assume he'll make his own way home so yeah poor russell at school everyone has uh everyone has turned on kyle because of his bad game yeah and he's sort of loudly calling him a loser and pathetic right to his face they say things like way to choke johnson and hey watch me touch the rim (laughs) Look, am I? Look, are we proud? Are we am of I, ourselves? Am no. I proud of finding that funny? No, no, of course not. Of course not. Also, if like your star basketball player has a terrible game where he's like clearly lost control of like all of his limbs, like maybe he's maybe there's something else going on. Maybe don't yeah. just walk up to him and call him a loser to his face. Yeah, I know. Maybe his parents died or were aliens. Yeah, or, or maybe he just had an off game. Like, are the yeah. kids not familiar with this premise? That mm. like. Also, like presu- you'd be like you'd be worried, wouldn't you? You'd be like, "Oh man, Kyle really didn't play very well. Yeah. What if he doesn't play well the next time? We should encourage him. We I, should I, give him positive reinforcement." Yeah, I, it's don't don't even worry about it, Kyle. It's going to be okay. Rather than being yeah. like, "You're a total write-off, Kyle. Yeah. We hate you." Can't believe you choked Johnson. Yeah. Also, are you shorter than you were before? <laughs> uh, also, yeah, your mother seems quite aggressively Irish now. Is that a new thing? I noticed when she dropped you off. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what's going on at home, right? Mm. Like, something's happening. Yeah, your your mum turned up at school to drop you off in a horse-drawn Guinness cart. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so they're in science class, Russell and Kyle, and uh, Russell's like, oh man, I can't believe everyone's hating on me for for losing the basketball game. But they're doing a, a class about magnets, and they're talking about the different kinds of metal that are attracted to magnets. And then Kyle picks up a magnet, and his necklace is attracted to it. And he's like, wait a minute, this necklace is supposed to be solid gold. Now, I would assume, oh, hang on, probably makes sense that my parents didn't give me a solid gold necklace to Mm -hmm. wear around all the time because I'm a child and will definitely lose it or try and skim it across a lake. Or eat it. 
or, or eat it, yeah, or eat it, or something stupid. But no, Kyle is confident that this is not the real coin. Yeah, so he tries to call his mum. He's comically shorter than he was before. Uh, Bonnie walks up to try and apologise for calling him lazy. And in frustration, Ryan tears off his bucket hat to reveal a fine shock of red Irish hair. Well, I mean, it's sort of orange, I guess. <laughs> it's what what the script probably described as a fine shock of red Irish hair. <laughs> it's more like... It's more like if the offspring woke up late and the gig was in five minutes and they were like, well, we need to look punk rock in some way. Well, he runs to the bathroom where he regards his hair and it's also apparent that his ears now end in uh, elfin points. Yeah. So he runs home seeking solace from his parents because he's getting shorter and he's got red hair and ears. Runs into the kitchen. This is the point. This is it. Okay, this is it. Everybody, hands in the air. <laughs> hands, in the, hands in the air. Where's the photo? Oh, there isn't one. There is, There's yeah. not even any track. But what there is, is his mother, who is now a foot-high leprechaun, dressed like a leprechaun. And the dad says, there's something your mother and I need to tell you, son. And the mum says, yeah. I'm, I'm a leprechaun. leprechaun. I'm a leprechaun. I know it's hard to believe, Kyle. I mean, when I first met your mother, You're I... not a leprechaun, too. No, no. I'm from Cleveland. We'd have told you sooner, Kyle, but we wanted you to grow up like a normal American boy. But then when I started to have this wee little spell... Mom, you're a foot tall. Oh, it could be worse, believe me. It's probably just an allergic reaction. Boiled potatoes, something like that. I don't think you have any reason to worry. What? Me? You mean I'm a leprechaun too? And what else would you be? And you, with the blood of the clan O'Reilly rushing about in your veins. Doesn't mean you can't lead a perfectly normal life, Kyle. Normal. Yes, normal. <laughs> Don't worry, Kyle. You're, I know you're half leprechaun and turning into a leprechaun, but you can still live a perfectly normal life while living with leprechaunism. <laughs> Says Mum while playing the penny whistle and jigging about. Why is she so small? I... I don't Is know. Is that the canonical size of a leprechaun? But then, like, the... Gr- I mean, not to get ahead of ourselves, but the granddad is also a leprechaun. And there's like six leprechauns in this film and she's the only one who's a foot high. However, they are all getting smaller. So That's from this... True. So Kyle is getting smaller. The, the granddad is getting smaller. He's never getting smaller. He's always the same. No, no, there's a throwaway line. He says, uh, it's a, he says that uh, because I'm old, I will get smaller slower. Oh, that's right. Yes, true. So it hangs together perfectly. <laughs> but he never actually does get any smaller. No, he doesn't. No. Nor does, nor does Seamus, who, so spoilers, is a leprechaun as well. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out that as long as the family members have their luck, every member of the clan can pass as a normal human. So this the lucky- is the point where the, the film just absolutely goes ham with, like, law. L-O-R-E law. <laughs> this is like- the point where the writer's D&D campaign... <laughs> they pull, yes. out the, they <laughs> pull out the old notebooks. Yes. Like, it's like my my group stopped playing with me, but I think I can rework this into a Disney Channel original movie. The lucky coin is the luck of the clan O'Reilly, and because it was stolen, now the leprechaun members of the family are turning back into leprechauns. That is a very concise explanation, actually. Yeah. Well done. Uh, so Kyle explains that his necklace was stolen and theorises that it was the weird uh, old spry Irishman who was showing them his socks earlier. A, a fine theory, because mm. that guy was weird as heck. Yeah. The mum says, oh, did he have a snake on the sole of his shoe? And Kyle replies, yes. And then she says, oh, yes, that was just your granddad. And then <laughs> Kyle is like, I'm sorry, what? Also, at this, oh, yeah, oh, by the way, you have a granddad and that was him. 
Yeah, and then Dad is like, oh, I knew we should have moved as soon as he moved his potato chip factory here to the town we live in. Law dump. It is, <laughs> it is just five minutes of solid law dump. Um, maybe we should recap, but I just want to note briefly that in this scene, um, Kyle refers to the, to the fairground that he visited as the luck of the Irish, but that wasn't on the flyer. Yeah. So, so yeah, just to recap, Kyle's mum is a leprechaun. Yes. His dad is a, a regular guy. Yep. Uh, he has a granddad who is also a leprechaun and who owns the uh, the Emerald Isle the Emerald potato, Isle chip, potato factory. chip factory. So they're they're off to the potato chip factory to shame the leprechaun elder who runs it. We are deep <laughs> in the woods at this point. <laughs> what is this at this, film? at this point, the police are sifting through the roller coaster wreckage. <laughs> uh, I repeat, they're off to a potato chip factory <laughs> to shame a leprechaun elder. Into returning holding, some jewelry. holding a handkerchief over his mouth, a rookie <laughs> detective lifts what once was a, rest- a restraint bar, gags at what he sees, and says, "Sir, under here, it says that they're going to a potato chip factory." <laughs> Andy, if I was turning slowly into a, a leprechaun, yep, you, uh, I would, I would kill you, like you asked. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh that's, yeah, right. Oh, you got my letter. Good. That's what you wanted, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was a really specific letter to send. That's unusual. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't get... You noticed that that's the only letter I sent if I turn into, like, a werewolf. Well, it wasn't even a letter. It was a Christmas card, which I thought was... <laughs> I thought it was odd. Anyway, the point is, how can I uh, maintain kayfabe? That's the right wrestling term, right? Sure. Uh, in You know, in the human world, uh, by blending in and being just a regular cool kid. Well, I'll tell you what regular cool humans... Do to yep. blend in with each other and that is to wear clothing from insertcoinclothing.com where you can wow. wear t-shirts and other clothing based on the video game brands that you love do you love ghost of sushima of course I, you do it's I, good do i do you like little nightmares oh I? yeah i love little nightmares yeah or just uh the concept of playstation i actually do like the concept of playstation yeah. uh, but yeah they uh, they have a lot of cool designs it's really fun just browsing the insert coin website i think um because yeah they come up with some really really cool and innovative ways to kind of reference the the games that the t-shirts are based on it's pretty yeah. pretty cool so do go and give it a browse by going to insertcoinclothing.com and insert coin has supplied us with a code that you can use for a cool discount when you go to insertcoinclothing.com and use code be lucky b-e- L-U-C-K-Y for 10% off online orders. Codes are not applicable on charity items, bundles, gift cards, postage, and some products at launch. Codes cannot be combined with other deals or promotions and are valid until the end of 2023. So, yeah, wear one of these insert coin t-shirts and blend in with the other humans, uh, even if you've lost your lucky magic necklace. Is that what's happening at this point? I, uh, I don't know. I, I Let's say yes. Let's say yes, that's what's happening. InsertCoinClothing.com. Clothes for leprechauns and humans. That's their slogan. <laughs> anyway, the mum stays in the car because she's a leprechaun. <laughs> and the dad and girl go into the potato chip factory. Uh, mum is a... Oh, we should say that as well, that mum is a small leprechaun. From this point in the film, she ceases to be helpful and only plays the flute and, and sort of dances around. <laughs> jigs around and talks in what could charitably be described as an Irish accent. Yes. So, so here we are at the Emerald Isle potato chip factory. Mm-hmm. Everyone at the factory is Irish. Well, everyone in the factory has what could charitably be described as Irish accents. <laughs> yes. If my granddad is writing... I mean, granddad. 
Why don't I ever get to see him? Because I'm not, because I'm not a leprechaun. And they don't believe in mixed marriages. That's why we had to leave Cleveland. We even changed our name so Kate's family couldn't find us. Well, if you and Mom, you know, like, love each other, why should it matter? Well, sometimes leprechauns can be small-minded. Come on. Mr. O'Reilly says he doesn't have a daughter, and for you to go away and not to be bothering him again. I'm not leaving here until I see Mr. O'Reilly. Dad and Kyle try to get into the factory for reasons that aren't really clear. Mm-hmm. Security have them thrown out. Like but, physically, literally thrown out. Literally like, thrown like out. Like Jazzy Jeff being thrown out of yes, the Fresh yes. Prince mansion. Yes. So, however, upon picking himself up and dusting himself off, <clears throat> Kyle sees a school bus is pulling up. Now, That's it right. turns out, it turns out that the local high school's Young Achievers Guild Feet Bonnie is about to start a field trip to the local potato chip factory. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a field trip. <laughs> Sure, I'm glad I joined the Young Achievers Guild. <laughs> I never dreamed I would get to see the inside of a potato chip factory. Yeah, so they're going on this tour. Um, sidebar, the granddad is apparently called Riley O'Reilly. <laughs> He's not. I missed that. <laughs> no. Got, his name is Riley O'Reilly. Look, Michael Eisner was tapping his watch. <laughs> Air it. Michael, we need, we need another two minutes <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to look up another Irish name. We air it. Air it now. What's the hold up, Michael? <laughs> Michael, if you can't get them to air this thing, I'll find someone who can. Michael, the jet's leaving in two minutes. <laughs> air it. Michael, put your fingerprints on this knife. <laughs> Michael, it's Donald. He isn't breathing. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no cops. <laughs> 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 so, so the granddad's called Riley O'Reilly. <laughs> that's, that's the way that happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay. Kyle attaches himself to the tour group. Uh, yeah. Um, and then through a bunch of unlikely th- things that happen, him and Bonnie end up getting spotted by security. And then they go on a big chase through the potato chip factory. Uh, Kyle sort of explains the leprechaun situation as they're going. He steals a little car thing. Um, A security guard jumps aboard and they sort of like tussle in quite a violent way. The the security guards honestly behave like they are trying to kill him. They are willing to kill. Yeah, they're willing to kill Kyle to stop him looking at the secret parts of the potato (laughs) that they have. At this point, I think it's already been explained that Riley O'Reilly... uh, like in, <laughs> invented the potato chip when he accidentally sliced some potatoes too thin. Yep, and they and fried then, up deliciously. And then accidentally dropped them in boiling oil for the right amount of time, and then accidentally <laughs> seasoned them and put them in the bag, and then accidentally sold them. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see why they don't want Kyle to see the inner work parts of the factory. <laughs> So yeah, they're what's like, the, what's the secret? <laughs> you, they told you when you came here how you do it. You just slice them up thin and you fry them. <laughs> hang on, wait, hang on. By this point, we know that this factory also operates on clan luck. So I think we have to assume that by now an enormous amount of salmonella has gone into the potato chips. Thirty or forty employees have fallen in the boiling oil vats. <laughs> they got in. <laughs> 
the no. corpses are stacking up and they can't <laughs> let these outsiders see. No one here really knew how to make potato chips. <laughs> we just were in a room with a bunch of potatoes and knives and luckily they sort of ended up sliced real thin and fell <laughs> in the oil. Perfectly seasoned. <laughs> Whereas now that the clan luck is gone, we all stabbed each other with knives. <laughs> we all stabbed each other with potatoes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so okay. it's, it's all pretty, pretty dangerous. These guards are willing to kill, and um, Kyle does end up falling into a piece of potato chip machinery. <laughs> at this, at this point, at this point, we're in court, and it's the class action lawsuit <laughs> against the theme park. Tier 4 families are stood watching in the docks as a lawyer walks over to a big board on an easel. It's labelled Exhibit B and he says, as you can see here, Kyle, the protagonist, falls into the machinery of the potato chip <laughs> But it turns out instead of being sliced into potato chips, it's uh, just a big slide that goes down into the basement of the factory. Where Which I lands. would say is exceptionally lucky. <laughs> yeah. But, if this but, film was holding true to its own internal logic, he should have been cooked he should up have as been... a potato chip. Yeah, that's, that's true. He's, I mean, he's suffering from active bad luck at this point. <laughs> so to fall into a piece of industrial machinery and come out of it unscathed is uh, yeah. pretty good going. So Kyle and Bonnie both fall into the machinery, but they're kind of <laughs> well, spat out of the... What does this machine do? I don't it, know, but it's Mr. a big boy-sized tube. <laughs> he lands at the feet of Riley O'Reilly, yes. who then who then says the line, "A good boy like you has nothing to fear from the oven," <laughs> which is one of the most sinister things I've ever heard. <laughs> I forgot about that. So, Riley O'Reilly does some more law dump. Mm. Uh, it's the coin. That lets him pass for human. He didn't take the coin. He as well. He's, oh yeah, sorry, he says sorry, that yes. He didn't take the coin. He th- he speculates that it's Kyle's mother who's taken it because she just wants to make him look bad. But yes. then he realizes that they're all um, suffering from extreme leprechaunism, and so it must mean that the coin has fallen out of the control of the Clan O'Reilly. It's not Kyle's luck. It's the luck of the Clan O'Reilly. It's all that's held us together for a thousand years and more. A thousand years of invasion and oppression and being forced from the land. A thousand years of stony fields and famine saying goodbye forever as you get on a boat for a distant shore. And now when we finally made it here in America and are just about to have all our luck, you've lost it! Why did I have to wear it, huh? Why not you or Mom? You're the youngest member of the clan O'Reilly, and it's always the young that have all the luck. <sighs> now, Grandad starts playing a flute for no reason I can discern. Um, <laughs> well, it's, you know, Irish. Bonnie yeah. says, do you have to do that? And he says, of course I do. I'm Irish. That's how I manifest despair. Kyle yeah. is involuntarily jigging around. Um, sidebar, it would be so choice if at this point it turned out that Kyle had set this whole thing up to get back at Bonnie for constantly asking him about his heritage. Oh, <laughs> yes. It's like... <laughs> Set up this ludicrous, elaborate Irish yeah. leprechaun prank. Happy now, Bonnie? Yeah. Maybe just leave me alone. Is this enough heritage for you, Bonnie? <laughs> also, if this is how Grandpa manifests despair, mm. why is Kyle happily jigging to it? Yeah, right. He's cheerful. Well, Kyle had to wear the necklace himself because he's the youngest member of the clan and it's always the young who have the luck. But now Grandad is bemoaning the loss of the luck, saying it'll be bankruptcy and ruin for him. And uh, Bonnie is back on her. Hey, it's not all 
luck, it's hard work. And then that's when the granddad reveals that it was sheer luck that led him to invent the potato chip. (laughs) (laughs) There was no skill or (laughs) knowledge involved. So, So Kyle says that he lost his coin at Seamus McTiernan's (laughs) amazing show. Yeah. Grandad is like, why didn't you tell me you went there? Because Mm. that guy, Seamus, is... He's a fair Derek. A fair Derek. A kind of bad leprechaun who are thieves and liars. (laughs) I mean, what the film doesn't ever do is address why Grandad was at this amazing show if he hates it so much. Uh (laughs) But fine. (laughs) Fine. <laughs> just there showing young boys his socks. <laughs> just there, yeah. Uh, hitting children's feet with his big stick and asking if they've made their own shoes. <laughs> that's, how he, that's how he spends his weekends. So, <laughs> so, we're now outside the factory. The family is all together. Grandad meets the dad for the first time. And it's at this point that the film gives in and makes the O'Reilly, O'Reilly gag. I know who took my coin. It was Seamus McTiernan. Granddad says he's like a fur Derek leprechaun. He says they're all thieves and liars. Oh, really? No. O'Reilly. Riley O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. So, you know... They, they yeah. held out for, like, six or seven minutes. Yeah, I mean, a heroic effort. Well done for holding out so long. You're all yep. legends. And uh, the dad is um, is from Ohio, but um, uh, the mum told uh, Riley O'Reilly that he hailed from the shores of Erie, uh, as in Lake Erie, and he misheard it as yes. Eri, the so, Gaelic name for Ireland. So. Now, this is going to be more important th- than you think yeah. or, than it <laughs> or than it deserves. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, okay. But yeah, so the family, they put their differences aside. The, the mum is like, oh, I'm not sorry for marrying uh, my husband, but I am sorry for the trouble that it caused you. And they reconcile some. And then they all team up to get, get after Seamus McTiernan, the thief leprechaun. <laughs> The Bonnie says, I'm coming with you because the Young Achievers Club is all about seizing opportunities. And how often do you get to seize the opportunity of helping a clan of leprechauns get their luck back? You, you know what, Bonnie? Fair play, not often. <laughs> Probably no more than two or three times <laughs> a lifetime. In the school year. Yeah, first school year. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, so they all head off in Grandad's car. Uh, they meet Russell along the way as well. Grandad's so- car is a green Cadillac. Yes. So, uh, so Russell and Bonnie and Kyle and Grandad are all in it. Grandad yeah. now has an enormous white beard and hat. Hasn't shrunk at all, but does have an enormous beard. Uh, yes, uh, because his and leprechaunism is advancing quickly. Yeah, it's a terminal case. Um, Russell joins them because he's just sort of wandering around in the street and yeah. sees them drive past. Well, probably his dad said, don't come home until the team... <laughs> don't come home until <laughs> you've won the championship. But dad, the game isn't for three weeks. <laughs> I said what I said, Russell. Well, then you've got lots of time to practice. <laughs> they roll up on Seamus's camper van. Yes, Seamus's mobile home. Yeah. Which the king of the leprechauns is living in. To remind you, this is Seamus, the kind of like Elvis impersonator looking yeah. sort of sort of chap. Seamus, um, the richest and most powerful of all the leprechauns, lives in a van down by the river. Yeah, in this suburb. So dad sneaks up, he looks in through the window and he sees a safe full of gold through the window. Mm, a veritable pot of gold it is. Yes. Um, however, Seamus drives off mm. and then there is a car chase uh-huh. set to a Scar soundtrack. Uh-huh. There's a whole bunch of gold coins in there. Come on! 
I mean, look, I I would never encourage this film to try and lean any more heavily than it already has into the whole Irish thing. Uh-huh. But it is a little odd that this is a scar punk car chase. Yeah. And not, for example, the I Dropkick Murphys. Uh, oh man, <laughs> this film is missing some, <laughs> some Dropkick Murphys. I know, um, but yeah, it's a thrilling car chase. Uh, Seamus is having the time of his life. He's giggling. His crew are falling all over uh, inside the mobile home. Granddad is doing sick drifts in the Cadillac. At this point, other theme parks, twenty years on, are changing their safety regulations in the wake of <laughs> the roller coaster disaster. Yeah. A small plaque is being affixed to the, <laughs> to the new roller coaster commemorating the victims. Yeah, exactly. You know, a lot of time has passed, but it still felt like the right thing to do. <laughs> um, Seamus tells his uh, henchmen to give them um, to give them some of that corned beef and cabbage that they have. So they they throw a bucket full of. I don't know where they, this film got the idea that Irish people eat all their food from buckets. <laughs> from nowhere (laughs) is that a place but they they have a bucket full of corned beef and cabbage that they throw out the back and it causes um granddad to crash the cadillac and seamus escapes yeah at this point there's 30 minutes of the film left i know Mm -hmm. i know this feels climactic but oh my god strap strap (laughs) the f in um so yeah they're they're the car is is uh totaled the granddad is playing a lament on um, some sort of bagpipes. Yeah. Um, Kyle tends, tells his friends to go home. I could never play basketball anyway. I was only good because I was lucky, he says. And then Bonnie gives a, a little speech about what it means to be uh, an immigrant and an American, mm-hmm. um, which is basically uncomfortable. It's quite uncomfortable. She She talks about how when the Irish first came to America, they had a hard time, but they didn't give up. I mean, when the Irish came to America, things were tough, and they had to work at jobs other people wouldn't take, and they didn't get paid what they deserved. Well, at least they got paid. The important thing is they didn't give up. They kept trying till things got better, and that's what makes them special. Not where they are now, but the spirit that kept them going on the way there. She's a young achiever. I'm an American. That's what we all are. And Americans don't give up. And they worked hard and they got paid. And then Russell, who is black, says, at least they got paid. Yeah. Which this, is, this is which is a fair point, Russell. It, it's not that these it's not that these ideas and that these conversations are bad to put in your movie. It's just that you're it's, the Disney Channel. And it's a decom, and if you've been listening to this podcast, you know how much effort and care generally goes into the making of these. <laughs> yeah. Like, not enough care has been taken. Also, to, to raise all these questions, and then to have the resolution of it be, but it's fine now. Yes. Is, yes. Isn't, I think that's probably the main reason why it feels uncomfortable. Because yeah, they, ra- no, they raise all this right. stuff, and then they're like, but actually, America is brilliant and has no flaws. <laughs> I've just got written down here that the, this whole kind of speech that Bonnie gives is the kind of soul-searching dialogue that might hit harder if there wasn't an elderly man in an enormous fake beard in shot. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, like, that's this film all over. It's it like it's sort of half-heartedly, lazily, clumsily. As clum- this film is as clumsy as a man with mile-high hands. And it's, it's as trying clumsy to as a man like, who's lost his magic luck necklace yeah, and it's trying to yes, play basketball. As clumsy as a Kyle fumbling the basketball, mm-hmm. it is trying to... Uh, grapple with some, uh, some, with some... Inc- incredibly weighty themes. Yeah, and it is it, boy, is it whiffing it. So mm-hmm. anyway, then they see a rainbow. Oh yeah. Uh, so while you while you digest that uh, <laughs> that rumination on heritage and prejudice, 
a, a rainbow appears and then the granddad says come on boys and then they all start running towards the rainbow <laughs> rainbows don't actually touch the ground uh, is a is a is a fact that russell points <laughs> that russell points out and then he, he is ignored <laughs> he is ignored the granddad tells him to stfu because he's a leprechaun and he knows a thing or two about rainbows and it turns out that he is correct and Seamus, Seamus had, in fact, parked his van underneath the, a rainbow. Yeah, this also, this, this also means that Seamus evaded the, the O'Reilly family and then drove, like, one block over and parked up. That ought to fox them. Right at the very end of a rainbow. Yeah. yeah. So they've uh, stopped to have sandwiches and a performance by a folk band in a bar. Yes. Giving grand, Grandad and Kyle the opportunity they need to sneak into his motorhome to seal back the luck necklace. They, uh, they get in. Grandad magically opens the safe using magic. Kyle mm-hmm. finds his coin. Grandad is like, hey, let's steal all this gold. And <laughs> Kyle is like, uh, I know we've just met Grandad, but that seems like a wrong thing to do. Um, if, if all of this gold is stolen, then we should call the police. And Grandad's like, well, now, hey, now. Let's not. No Let's box. not get the cops involved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that bit of dialogue accidentally made it in from something Mickey was shouting down the phone. <laughs> the tra- yeah, the typist was just transcribing all the shouting in the room. Um, but yeah, the uh, the granddad's um, is begging to be allowed to steal this gold. But Carl says we came here to work hard and make something of ourselves. And the granddad is like, "We now is it? Sure, and it's worth a pot of gold to hear you count yourself among the little people." Even such a big, lovely part as this. <laughs> and then, because Kyle... I, I say because, why am I making an assumption? I'm just going to say, and then Kyle's ears go normal and his legs extend. Yes, he puts the necklace back on and it goes into that sort of weird yes. um, like blocking where you know some special effects are going to happen. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, that is... Yeah. That is so true. His um, but, ears go normal again, <laughs> and his legs go yeah. in a way that looks extremely painful. But uh, his granddad's normal height. His granddad's beard recedes like two inches <laughs> for some reason, that then stops. But then <clears throat> the gold coin starts cycloning around the trailer, and a ghost Seamus go for it, go com- for it comes out of the chest. Yeah, grabs the granddad. He's sort of massive, and he grabs the granddad and pulls him into the chest, um, like taking him to the leprechaun spirit realm. Then, yep. then the door of the motorhome opens and he walks in holding the grandpa. <laughs> so it's like he's he used he used his magic to spirit him <laughs> to the other side of the wall of the RV, and then walks him into the RV. Yeah, it's like he drags him off to the spirit realm, and you're like, oh man, how is he going to get granddad back? And then the door opens and he door walks in with his grandpa. Walks in with his granddad in a headlock. <laughs> anyway, that man, wasn't very lucky. A man driving a digger uh, stops. What's this? It seems it seems like the bucket has hit something. He gets off. He was busy bulldozing this whole theme park. But what's this? It seems to have hit an old plaque. The words are faded now, and he can't read them. This is all going to be luxury flats soon. <laughs> so, so Seamus has Grandad by the beard. And no leprechaun can escape that, so presumably that's why his beard didn't vanish. Yeah, that know. you know, again, that is that is canon in the film. Yep, we get a brief shot of the other gang members abducting Russell. There's no time. <laughs> they just all carry him past the window as he pleads for his life. So that's nice and chill. 
Yeah. And now we are approaching the end game because mm-hmm. uh, Seamus, who has <laughs> roundly outwitted the O'Reillys, he wants the coin back. And Kyle, uh, heeding the advice from earlier, makes a wager. Oh, yeah. We didn't mention that, did we? Um, I don't think we did. No. We'll mention Ky- it now. Okay. It's not going to impact anyone's understanding of the flow of the film. Yeah. So gra- the granddad earlier did mention that the fair Derek, who um, Seamus belongs to, uh, famously love a wager. So you can, if you want to get something out of them, if you can make a bet with them, they will always accept it because they love gambling. I bet that I can beat you. Beat me what? Video games, is it? TV trivia. Sports. If I beat you at sports, you let my granddad go and I get to keep my lucky coin. But if you don't beat me, and the coin is mine. And no more of this chasing after me. I, I mean, I haven't made any bets with sort of supernatural wishmaster kind of <laughs> situations, but it really feels like that is too vague to say sports in that way. That you're yes. just asking to get wishmastered. You're asking to get killed in an ironic way. Well, wishmastered is exactly what is Kyle is going to get. So immediately, Kyle and Russell, for some reason, those also two, Russell is involved. Russell also Russell was there. They are teleported to. I guess we have to assume old-timey island. Yeah, a hurling field. Yeah, uh, to a hurling field. Uh, for They're a, clad for a... in traditional garb. Yep. Watch um, out for the sleotar, shouts his chained granddad, and then hurling is happening. It is time for a series of games that will involve hurling, throwing a chariot wheel. It is the uh, it is the Talchin games. Yes, uh, the ancient it... uh, Gaelic games. But it turns out that um, Kyle is just like quite good at some of them naturally because he's like a sort of luck. He's got the lucky necklace, so he he wins the hurling. Uh, he whammies the sleatar home, scores a point. Uh, he loses the rock throwing because Seamus is an adult and is stronger. He also wins the chariot wheel throwing. Um, but Kyle wins soccer. I guess is a one of the games. He wins that with a big kick. Uh, they have a wrestling event, um, and while they're wrestling, Seamus explains that his plan is to take the luck from every leprechaun in America so that he can have power over all of them. It sounds like Andy just massively paraphrased. However, this extremely pivotal and important climactic scene all happens in this quick-fire montage. Honestly, like, the set that they have here, that they've put together, of this kind of, like, torch-lit, nighttime, mm. old-timey, rural island... It looks like they intended that to be about 45 minutes of the film. <laughs> but they, they weren't they... willing to lose the chase through the potato factory <laughs> or, the, or the RV chase to Scar. They've built this impressive like uh, scoring system where every time someone gets a point, like a silken flag unfurls from a sort of wooden frame. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's quite impressive. And then this scene is, is basically over in about four minutes. Um, yeah. Seamus is ahead by one and the final event is dancing. And uh, dancing isn't a sport, obviously. But according to the grandpa, dancing is a sported island, so it's fine. So Seamus does some of his um, uh, Saint of the Step Irish dancing. And then Kyle starts breakdancing and doing the windmill. And (laughs) then the autonomous flag uh, scoring system decides that this is a victory for Kyle. That's what I've got written down as well. According to what judges... (laughs) According to what judges did Kyle just outdance I mean, Seamus, the saint of the step? And this is a traditional Irish dancing competition. It's not freestyle. Yeah, but they're like, wow, we really like how you mixed it up. Holy, did you see those windmilling? I feel like that's, that's a sort hard. of. I feel like that's a trope as well, isn't it? It's like you take 
you take a, a traditional that you can imagine it kind of happening in a decom about uh like an uh, traditional ice routines or something well yeah, like, yeah, yeah hey how about this i freshen it up with some well what if we beats. what if we were to combine ballet and street dance oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what yes That's exactly wow i give that 10 out of 10 wow no one's ever done that no one's ever done it, and it's exceptionally clever and, and good. So, um, so his his wild windmilling impresses, <laughs> I guess, the old gods of Ireland who, who score the dance the, contest. The old gods who go, actually, yes, our dance, <laughs> our, our traditional dance isn't good after all. It's garbage. You've, you've shown us the way. The way is break dancing. The way is the windmill. Yeah. So yeah, so Kyle wins, uh, which actually means right that they have tied. They've tied. Ball. They've drawn even. But because he's a fair Derek, yes, and he's a tri- he's a tricksy one. Seamus is like, ah, the original wording of the bet was if you beat me and we drew, which means you didn't beat me, so I win. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. I think that's absolutely fair enough. I don't know why Kyle was celebrating in the first place because yeah. he hasn't won. <laughs> yeah. So- he the says, best he could yeah. hope for was a draw, which he got. And then, yeah. you know, if you get if you if I got a draw in a competition against the devil, I wouldn't be like, "Hooray, I did it!" Hooray, I beat the devil. The well, devil no, didn't, didn't win. I'd be like, yeah. "Well, I didn't where's win." My, I, where's my gold fiddle? This goes to a light. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. goes to a lightning round. <laughs> and you know, when the devil's involved, there's real lightning involved. Oh yeah, it's bad times. But yeah, so um, stop Kyle... describing more fun scenes. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> than what actually happened. So Carl takes off his necklace and he hands it over. Uh, his granddad is going to be a slave to Seamus forever. But then Carl makes a new bet. I bet I can beat you at basketball, even without my lucky coin. You've got nothing left to bet, Boyle. If I lose, I'll be your slave. Oh, no, don't do it, Kyle, bye. And if you win, you get your luck back. Is that it? Yeah. You're not going to trust this guy again, are you, Kyle? Now, none of that. We're all good Irishmen here. Yeah. Okay, so if I win, if I win, I get my coin back, and you'll live forever in the land of my fathers, and never leave the shores of Erie again. So, Seamus, Seamus is like, yeah, no problem. Seamus is like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, absolutely. I, I, I rule at basketball. Hmm. So, so, uh, so, so, so now, normal we, scene. Now we sort of smash cut, cut to another normal scene. Now we smash cut into the big high school basketball game. Yeah. There's Presumably, three minutes left. It's the championship game. Yeah. But, but but this is, like, before, it was a kind of, like, fan, now we will go to the past, like a kind of fantastical realm where this competition will tell, take place. Mm-hmm. Now, they are actually literally in a, the, the high school basketball match. Yes. With and only it's been three going, minutes yeah, left. It's been going on for, like, an hour. And, and all of a sudden, presumably to the spectators... They've like, teleported into the room. As several children and grown men have just tele- yeah. Yeah, teleported in. The game is tied at 62 apiece. And the coach is is like mad at Russell and Kyle for not having been there for this entire game. But he, he puts them in. So they line up against the opposition team who are Seamus and his cronies, but who appear to everyone else as sort of uh, boys, teen boys. Right. Okay, cool. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't realise it was all perfectly explained. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it's flaw- It's watertight. Sorry, I'd like yeah. to apologise to the film. Yeah, well, good. <laughs> so, okay. um, so yeah, they, they're like, all right, let's play basketball. And then <laughs> Seamus starts, like, dunking on people. Yeah, it he's, turns out Seamus actually really, really rocks. Really, really, good at, uh, really good at basketball. The granddad is there, he's sitting atop the hoop, negatively reinforced. He's just shouting at Kyle that uh, he'll definitely lose. Yeah, he's like, you can't lose. do it, Kyle. Can't do it without your luck. You lose, Kyle. 
you yeah. can't beat him. He's a fair Derek. He's too good at everything, and you suck so bad. You can't Kyle do it without like, your luck. No, if I try, if I try, if I just try hard Shut enough, up, Granddad, Kyle. Oh, you no. can't do it. But maybe if I try hard. Shut enough. up, Kyle. <laughs> but look at my mouth. I, let so, me let me move aside my big fake beard so you can see my lips. But could I just throw the ball? Shut and up. I go in? Shut up. <laughs> So, because, probably because of this, his team immediately goes <laughs> behind by eight points. Yeah. So, yeah, Seamus is kicking ass out there. I mean, you've got to hand it to him. You know, he's, he's for a leprechaun. He's doing sweet, like through the leg windmill dunks. Yeah, like I mean, you know, he's winning for real. It's, it's, it's you know, it's fair enough. So then, Granddad from up on top of the hoop mm-hmm. throws Russell a coin. And yeah. says, Russell, try playing with this lucky this, coin. This is a lucky coin. And Russell's like, oh, yeah, boy, a lucky coin. Finally, my luck's about to change. Look, Dad, can I come back in the house now? <laughs> um, Kyle comes up to Granddad and is like, why did you give him that coin? It's fake. And Granddad is like, hey, have you seen Space Jam? <laughs> you know how in the end when they drink Michael Jordan's Michael's secret stuff? Special stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the same deal. The real luck is confidence. And then mm. Russell's like doing sweet windmill dunks or whatever because yeah. he, yeah. And Kyle realizes that the, that the luck is inside of him, the luck yes. of the Irish. Yes. The, gran- the granddad says, "A leprechaun is nothing without his luck. Nobody's nothing," says Kyle. But it is. I mean, it's pretty clear from earlier that Kyle lacks any fundamental basketball skill, and all of the points that he scored in previous games were like the ball ricocheting off his bum and going in. I can absolutely guarantee that if I went into a basketball game with normal luck and immense confidence, that would not translate to a win. (laughs) Well, he never had to learn how to play basketball because every time someone threw a ball to him, it pinged off his bum and went in the net. (laughs) It bounced off his bum and then off several other things. (laughs) And And then off his bum again and went in the hoop twice. (laughs) For double points. (laughs) So, they, yeah, he scores, Russell scores. They're starting to make up the, the deficit. That wasn't luck, shouts Bonnie. Uh, Russell and Kyle are playing like a well-oiled team machine. Uh, there's only 10 seconds left on the timer. There's two points in it. Um, Seamus has transformed into some sort of weird goat-like pan-style t- leprechaun. He's got, yeah, he's got a big beard and he looks demonic. Very goatish, yeah. He um, claims that he's king of the leprechauns, you'll never beat me. Kyle is like... Uh, but teamwork and he passes the ball to Russell uh, who takes the shot this ball spins around the rim and then in a last second buzzer beater it goes in Hooray. Russell's dad is finally proud of him Hooray. Seamus is like now you said I had to go back to Ireland which is going to be fine for me so I don't yeah. even care that I lost because it's like I don't need your coin I've got plenty of other coins hidden away in a big cave in Ireland and I've I've got loads of coins haha yeah. I'll be king of the leprechauns yet Yes. However, however, Kyle mm. has done a clever trick. Yeah. On he this says, fair derrick. Haha, well, what I actually said was eerie, so off to Ohio, fucker. Seamus is instead banished to within the shores of Lake Erie, which mm-hmm. means he is he can never leave the lake. Yeah. So what so he realizes this and he goes, Oh no. And then um he sort of his arms and legs go all small <laughs> and then and then he sort of explodes through the ceiling in a sort of green light going Ohio Ohio 
spacemen are teaching their children about Earth <laughs> roller coasters. Uh, and then he but lands. But they weren't all safe. <laughs> there was, of course, a great disaster. Uh, so yeah, he lands in Lake Erie. Um, and I guess he has to just bob around in Lake Erie forever now. Yeah, I, guess, I mean, like, he's a magical creature. This is probably fine for him. He'll, like, live on the back of a, a car a car yeah. or something. Or just, know. like, feast on fishermen yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, man, that sounds, sounds pretty cool. Basically, there's a new cryptid in Lake Erie now. <laughs> so, so everyone's times. happy. Kyle reclaims his necklace. Everyone's cheering. Luck's got nothing to do with it, he says. He's mobbed and loved. Russell's dad says, I'm proud of you, son. He's He's bad. In case you're wondering if uh, Bonnie has an arc, she does, because Bonnie's dad shows up and is like, Bonnie, where the F have you been? But but then Grandad steps in mm-hmm. and says to Bonnie's dad, having never met him. Did your daughter not tell you she's been all day interviewing for our scholarship program? Scholarship? Oh, remember all day potato chips? Why, Bonnie's at the top of our list for a full college scholarship. Bonnie here is first in line for the potato chip factory <laughs> scholarship. Uh, you know. I'd be like, uh, I'm sorry, how do you know my daughter? Because she's just been missed. She's gone missing. She's been missing all day. And, and now she's back and you're telling me she has some kind of scholarship to your potato chip factory. And then uh, they all sort of stand around and um, say to each other, now... What we should all take from the past events of today is that America is great. Is that cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> is that, is that, and, and, and that they said you couldn't write a script in 30 minutes. <laughs> you couldn't write a script in the time it takes to drive a Cadillac to the hospital while Donald is OD on the back seat. <laughs> well, too bad. Tip him out, drive away. <laughs> Tip him out. Cover the plates. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, America is great. They all say to each other. And then we cut to the cultural day. Kyle is wearing uh, a Cleveland... Ah. Uh, what? Just, just this whole scene. It's, oh, it's, 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 it's like the squirming is the squirming is back yeah. this time. Uh, Kyle is wearing a, Cleveland's brown, a Cleveland Browns shirt and doing Irish dancing. Everyone is loving it. Uh, he gives a speech about how proud he is of his Irish heritage. And then he starts singing the Woody Guthrie song, uh, This, land, this is land is Your land. land. I'm really proud of my mom's family. And my Irish heritage. But Americans come from all over and not just one place. And so do I. This land is your land. This land is my land. I don't... It, the impression is given that this was not a planned part of the day. <laughs> yep. He just goes for it. He's just like, God, I love America so much. And uh, this land and is, is your land. This land is, is my land. From California to the New York Island, etc. And slowly, all uh, he's joined on stage, and all the people in the crowd stand up, yeah. and they join in song. And then it freeze frames, and the film ends there. Whew. So, I mean, well, <clears throat> well, the first thing you feel is relief. Yeah. Then, so what? Sorry, what is the message we're, we're taking from that then? I, I don't know. I don't know. Is um, it that, like, if you look, don't think too hard about your... If you're American, don't think too hard about your real heritage because it's probably full of like evil leprechauns. <laughs> so, so instead, just embrace America. Yeah. Oh, you uh, you want to go back to Ireland, do you? Well, guess what's there? Fair Derrick. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, no, he's actually in the Great Lakes now. So. Oh, God, yeah, that's true. He's stalking the waters of Lake Erie. <laughs> so uh, I, think, I think Luck of the Irish is 
pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> but what were they? What were they trying to say? I What's the point? I honestly don't really know how to pass this film, except that, like, probably the only thing that makes sense is to accept that it's probably just clumsiness. I think it's just uh, like an sort of an of the time hand wavy disney channel sort of like sanitized nuance free uh like attempt at delivering the message that immigration was good and important but also isn't it also nice that we're now part of uh, yeah. a, a country altogether yeah um but I, I also don't know why i'm struggling so hard to like try and take a positive away from this i think it's because we're doing a podcast and every episode of the podcast itself should have a nice narrative arc right yeah and and it would be you know it'd be nice if we could end this on a way that didn't just feel like well that was odd and uncomfortable but <laughs> but, but you know but you know what they didn't try yeah so i'm not going to try this film <laughs> so, is odd and uncomfortable but i think probably quite belovedly remembered because it was on every year at st patrick's day and also it's one of our most like most requested episodes and stuff yeah. you know like when people are talking about it it is one of the most popular decoms it's like a, a memorable hook a boy starts turning into it's you know like the 13th year it's weird that they made it in 2001 when there were still so many like other, like other fantastical things yet to make films about <laughs> Well, you're saying leprechauns are quite low down the list. <laughs> I'm saying, when I'm were the leprechaun like... horror movies? When did those come out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe this was a kind of reaction. Maybe kids were renting the leprechaun horror movies yes. and Michael Eisner was like, we got to step in and stop these kids warping their brains with these video nasties. Oh, it was 1993 that leprechaun came out. So okay. yeah, much, much before. Well, yeah, well, they probably spent all those intervening years making the luck of the Irish and crafting it enough. Yeah, crafting it into the perfect shining Crafting pearl. it into the perfect film that it actually is. Do you have any closing words, Andy, or shall I read some emails? Yeah, I still, I still, I can't really tell what this film's message is. And I'll probably be thinking about it for a while, which is, I guess, not great for a 90 minute kids film. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I have a bit of trivia. We can end on a bit of trivia. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this film was actually remade. What? In 2012. No. Uh, by Disney Channel India. It was their first locally produced made-for-TV movie, uh, where it uh, was called. It's called Luck Luck Kibat. Uh, it, it's not about the Irish anymore. Okay. As far as I can tell, all of the like story beats are basically the same. Uh, so it's kind of like a sort of you know repurposed, repackaged thing. Mm. Uh, yeah, that came out in 20, 2012. So, again, maybe a testament to luck of the Irish's enduring status as a decom. How did his mum and dad meet? Oh my god, that is a brilliant question. Was she? Um, was she, who? Who had, did she have the necklace? Well, she she must have done at some point because because it's explained that the youngest member of Clan yeah. O'Reilly wears it. Let's not give it any more thought. I wouldn't say it was especially lucky to fall in love with this dad. (laughs) He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't give off. I've really lucked out in the dating game. Yeah, really? Really? They should have cast like Fabio or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would have been a lot better. Yeah, kind of sexual dynamo. (laughs) I have a couple of emails, Andy, about... Up, up and away mm-hmm. from viewers who are understandably confused and upset by many of the th- things <laughs> featured in the film. Uh, let me read this email from Zach, who says, uh, about the 
Aluminium foil. It's almost completely made out of aluminium, like close to 99%, if not 100% in some cases. There are so many aluminium things in this movie, like the bleachers, the hood of the car, the, the hood of the van. Scott's bicycle is most likely aluminium alloy at least. They are touching aluminium so much. I am just saying there should be a lot of pain going around. The whole film should just be them staggering like yeah. from staggering surface to surface. From, ah, ah, this also burns. You know, you know the bit at the start of um, the second Make a Gun film where O.J. Simpson gets shot and then he's just ricocheting off surfaces oh, yeah, yeah, for like yeah, yeah. 10 minutes. It should just it should, be that. It should be Sideshow Bob and the Rakes, but with aluminium. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Brandon Sorin, thank you for this email, who says, um, it's established that Scott's 14th birthday is the deadline for his powers showing themselves. And if mm. he doesn't, then there's no powers for him ever. Bronze Eagle makes the wild claim that no one ever developed powers after turning 14. And yet, but a few short scenes later, the grandparents are talking about Spider-Man and it becomes quickly apparent that every superhero from every comic is real in the world of Up, Up and Away. Oh my God, yes. I'm no comics expert, but I'm pretty sure a large amount of them don't acquire powers until they're considerably older than 14. Even Spider-Man, I think, generally gets them when he's like 16-ish. Also... Even with the assumption that the 14th birthday deadline is only for Scott inheriting genetic powers, that still does leave every single other type of power acquisition out there. Given the family's proven track record with Scott's safety, I predict a sad few years where his entire family exposed him to every kind of radiation they can find, or maybe even a few new ones after that. It's probably a good thing there wasn't a sequel. His dad just flying him through cosmic rays and being like, how about now, son? No, dad. <laughs> Feeling sort of gradual weakening in my bones. Sure do feel unwell. <laughs> um, super unwell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. Oh, I do actually feel super unwell, yeah. <laughs> Hooray! Thanks as well to everyone who's mentioned um, Sky High, which is another uh, Disney movie that was released five years after Up, Up and Away, mm. which is basically the same premise. I don't know if it's technically a decom. It isn't. Uh, it went no, to theatres. It's a proper budget, right? And also, like, real actors like Kurt Russell and Bruce Campbell and... What? Yeah. All right, as always, if you want to get in touch with the podcast, you can do by emailing momcantcookpod at gmail.com. And we have merch as well, don't we, Andy? We sure do. If you head on over to momcantcookstore.com, you can check out some cool T-shirts and other items, posters and things of that nature based on this podcast and the films that we've watched, such as Brink or... Um, uh, mainly Brink. It's mainly Brink. <laughs> okay, fine. It's all Brink. It's all Brink, all right? Andy, what what, what the hell are we doing next? I'll tell you, Luke, and you'll listen close as I tell you that we're doing the movie Quints. <laughs> With a T. Why did you say it like that? Because Quints, it's, that could mean, it could, it, you th might think I'm talking about the fruit. We could be talking about a jelly. Yeah, the jelly thing. But, but no, oh we're talking no. about quints with a T, which is uh, a decom about five babies. <laughs> it is about, yeah. yeah. It's got Marnie from Halloween Town in it. Oh, God, I forgot it has Marnie in it. Oh, yeah. No. Back. Hooray. <sighs> I'm really looking right. forward well, to quints because we've had we've done a real run of like, like increasingly wacky fantasy sci-fi ones. And this yeah. is a back down to earth, good old fashioned, normal, non-supernatural drama. <laughs> yeah, so the synopsis here says, Jamie Grover is tired of being the centre of her parents' universe. Her wish for less attention is granted when her mum gives birth to quintuplets. Dun, 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 dun. All right, so that yeah. is Quint's Watch It or Don't. It yeah. means little to us, but we hope you listen to the next episode anyway. Look after yourselves, folks. Yeah. Um, if you ever right. run into trouble with a fair derrick, remember to offer them a wager. Yep. Yeah. Remember to confine them to one of the Great Lakes. Yeah.
uh, Eerie is full, but I think superior. Um, yeah. Huron is still empty. And around. you know what? If you are near Lake Eerie this year, maybe don't go too close to the shore. Yeah. Maybe. In case a Seamus pops out and pops gets out you. and dunks on you. Yeah. His, <laughs> his inexplicable basketball skill. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch you next time.